You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. episode of Foy Distraction. We're back We're Friday back. night on the unusual recording night. I'm Adam. With me as always is Scott. How are we doing, Scott? Pew, pew, doing wonderful. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. We've it's been uh, we've been doing different things. Yeah. And, and we had to come on a Friday night. That's those Friday, Friday night. night lights. Yeah. It's going to be, for the next few weeks, it's going to be a little off and on based yeah, on when we miss, record, right? when we don't, and things like that, because we've both got stuff. Coming up, it is Halloween month though, Scott. It is, it is. the spooky season. It's coming up. It's coming yeah. up quick. Coming what up. are you being for Halloween? Um, I wish I would have prepared more for a joke for this. I'm going to be uh dude just hanging out, I guess. I got nothing special. Nothing special so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't been to Spirit Halloween yet. I haven't figured out my okay. costume. So I I have a costume. I don't know if I'm gonna reveal it yet though. No, I don't know. There's, I'm going to a Halloween party, and there's people who are going to be at the Halloween party that listen to the show. So you want to wait till after Halloween? So I want, yeah. I mean, I'll show pictures. You better, and stuff, you, but, yeah, you better post some pictures. But it's good. But it's good. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you one simple hint. It doesn't give it away. Who are you gonna call? Oh, I think you've already given it away. No, I didn't. No, I, I didn't. You've kind of already given it away. It's a little outside away. the box, my friend. A little outside the. A little outside yeah. the box. Little, little Is it out. another another couple theme one? Because you and your wife tend to kind of dress up together. <laughs> At least the past few Halloween's we've hung out, you kind of guys seem to match up a little um, bit. Yes and no. Yes and no. She kind of she knows what I'm being, and she kind of totally ripped me off <laughs> by doing something from the same idea. But not really like they're not like a couple, not a traditional couple's costume, just themed similar. Yeah. Or well, what were you the last time? Because I went with the part, the <sighs> event you're going to. I went with you last time. You yeah, were um, yeah. something from Disney. Th- that was two years ago. Last year you. Well, didn't I didn't come. hang out with you last year because it was COVID year, season. And la- no, I'll tell and you. I was responsible, unlike you guys. I bought oh. a Halloween costume last year. It was a dinosaur onesie. Had like the hood, and I, I was a fucking dinosaur. But it was like orange and yellow. Yeah. It was, it was like a kind of almost a dragon-looking dinosaur. So it was really cold. It was really cold that night. And at the last yeah. minute, Kristen decided to steal that costume from me. So she stole my dinosaur onesie and put it on. So I had to think of something on the fly. So I ended up getting a bathrobe and tying the bathrobe on, and I put like a wig on with curlers. And I took like a, my daughter's like stuffed cats, and I attached them. And I was a crazy cat lady. Now, you know what? Clever thinking at the last. It was minute. last minute, but I didn't feel good. I felt good about it because I didn't realize this, and neither did Kristen. We go to the party, and she's this orange and yellow dinosaur, and so many drunk people came up to her like, "You're Charizard," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit! I don't really know Pokemon that well, but yeah, she fucking does look like that." The guy. So she looked like that guy. Yeah. But the year before when you came with us, yes. um, I was 
Hades, Lord of the Underworld, popularized in uh, Disney's Hercules. But I was the iteration of him from the Disney movie Descendants, Descendants 3 to be exact. Uh, At that time, I was a huge fanboy about that movie. Yeah. Still fucking good. Yeah, but you wouldn't stop talking about it. I still love it. But anyway, I was him. I was him. It was pretty gnarly. And what were you? I went as Fat Thor. You went as Fat Thor, bro. Yes. What do we call him? I've heard him called Fat Thor. That's the only. Thing I've heard him called Lebowski bro, bro Thor. Thor, and I've heard him called Thorbowski. Yeah. So I don't know, like when I when I went to the party, I, I had body it was, shame, it was I awesome because here's the thing: I didn't I didn't get like a Mjolnir or I didn't get the new weapon Stormbreaker or anything like that. I didn't get like that. It was just me in like a in like a robe with like those gloves, which mm. I still use today for winter because those are comfortable ass gloves. Yeah, and like a wig and a beard and like like Lebowski sunglasses and stuff like that. And it was pretty awesome. But when I walked close, in, yeah. it was like. The first person recognized me as Fat Thor, but I can't tell you how many times I got the Are you Lebowski. I was like, mm, I guess so. Yeah, we could say that. But I wasn't. I was Fat Thor. Yeah. Right. So Halloween is going to be exciting. Um, looking forward to it. I love Halloween. Love it. It's a great, <laughs> great holiday. Uh, I did a thing. The reason we couldn't record last week, and I did a thing. <coughs> Our drive-in opened back up. You Our and the local. Drive-in. Our local hometown drive-in, a couple years ago, a big storm came by. I don't know if it was a tornado or what, but it blew the freaking screen down. So our drive-in has been closed for like, what, three years now, but been a while. It's been a while. And they finally just rebuilt it and put some money into it. And they did the first showing last week, and I'm like, I am there. And I went. What did you see? Jungle Cruise with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily good? Blunt. I liked good? it. Really? I liked it a lot. It, I had like Indiana Jones National Treasure vibes from it. It's kind of what it looked like a little bit. It, it was it was definitely an adventure flick, which, I mean, it's not going to win an Academy Award, but I get a real big boners for adventure flicks. How was Kevin Hart in it? I don't think he was in it. Oh, no, he wasn't in a Dwayne Johnson movie? That's a no, surprise. Was, I don't think he That's was a in shocker it. and a half. Him and Kevin Hart are not like together in a movie. Wow. Are they in a lot of movies together? Yeah, they seem to be. Seems like they're in a decent. They were in the Jumanji movies together. Yeah. What else were they in together? I actually don't remember. I I just see videos. I just see videos over over TikTok and stuff like that. They have like a bromance going on. They were. They were in that one movie where like The Rock was like some fat kid in school. Yeah, it was. And um, he got picked on. He was an FBI agent at the end. Yes, yes. The terrible CGI where like he was dancing around as a fat kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible yeah. CGI. That's not a good movie. It's no. It's a bad movie. No. It's a bad movie. I liked the Jumanji films, though. I didn't watch the new ones. Did you watch the new I ones? I didn't watch them. The, see, there's so many people who shit on them because the original Jumanji from the 90s with Robin Williams is a fucking classic, classic yeah. film. That it's is not great. a good movie. It's not a good oh, movie dude, at all. Oh, dude, I love it's, it. Uh, no, you can love it, but it is a shit movie. It is a, Go back and rewatch it as an adult. It's How kind is of shit? It's, it just looks bad. The writing's bad. It looks horrible. It was like... 95 they I couldn't know. do good cg back then. i know but like go back and rewatch it is it's i love the movie 100 but it is a shit it's movie. also a kid's movie it's also a shit movie too like like I'm, you don't need to citizen kane a kid's movie that doesn't Adam. mean i don't i don't need to like, citizen kane starship troopers have better cgi than jumanji Ooh, that's bold it, i'm gear that is bold go back and rewatch those fucking monkeys Oh. I guarantee Starship look, bugs look more real than those monkeys. Those bugs were bad. I'll, I'll one-up you. I recently watched, I think I might have told you this, 
uh, Chamber of Secrets. Harry Potter and the Chamber of yeah. Secrets. Well, that's bad too. The Basilisk is awful looking. What about was it that was that the scene where he was flying around the broomstick and that one thing chasing around like the key or some shit like that and like it was they were trying to like unlock the doors to get to like the Chamber of Secrets and no that was. Or is that the first one? Is that Philosopher's Stone? Either way, if you go back and rewatch that part of yeah, that movie, that it, he looks like Clay as they're like he he's flying like around. Clay. He looks like <laughs> if you remember uh, Matrix Reloaded, the scene where Just Neo it. is fighting all the Agent Smiths in that yes, movie. He yes. looked like that. That's what that he looked like too. That was like '98. Though. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, you and Mike made fun of me the last time because it had been a really long time since I watched the Matrix movie. And you guys were like word for word quoting that whole movie and I couldn't come up with one quote. Dude, Matrix 1 is still a good watch. And I went back. I was like, wow, they just they just shamed me on my own podcast. I need to re – so I did. I rewatched all three Matrixes. You saw the orgy scene? I did you see the orgy, the orgy, orgy scene. Yeah, I can't. You confirm. were shitting on there. You're like, there was no orgy. There what was. are you talking about? No, there totally was. An it orgy was a cave scene. orgy. There was a huge monster. I told you, they all thought they were gonna die within the next day or so. So they were like, "Fuck it, let's do it now." There was like even some dialogue about it. I don't know how I don't remember this. Like they're skiing, like like the council or whatever, yeah. and like Morpheus, like standing. Because like his big speech. They're like out looking at everybody, like banging strangers in the middle of a dirty old cave. Yeah, it's like and, a rave. And, and he like makes a comment about like, there's certain things that separate us from the machines. I'm like, so fucking everybody. Like, like, like I get it. I get it. Like, we yeah. can do this. Yeah. Like, Although machines can fuck They totally too, get Like, so. we found a way. Yeah. Life, Life finds found a way. way. Life finds a way. If, if there's something we can attach a dick to, we're going to fuck it. Okay. <laughs> Or is it going to fuck us? Uh, I think that's that's <laughs> Sophie's choice. That's that's the great question yeah. of life. What came not, first? Not forty two. That's we have to answer that question. Which what came first, the chicken or the rooster? <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson answered that question. I don't know. It not, has not to the, be the chicken. Not the chicken or the rooster. He didn't chicken. answer that. He has the chicken or the egg. Yeah. I was being facetious by saying which came first, the chicken or the root. Never mind. Never mind. I digress. It's always a rooster. What about you? What have you been it's up to? Rooster. I had my wisdom teeth taken out Ooh, two weeks ago. All that evolutionary baggage. Yeah. I didn't realize how much I used the back of my teeth. I used it a lot. Like most people, whenever they have their wisdom teeth, they're like, oh, it's a, it's, a pe it's teeth that you never use. You know, you don't ever use it. You used to use it back in like old tribal days and like Neanderthal days and stuff like that. But you yeah. don't use it now. I used my wisdom teeth all the fucking time because they've mostly healed for the most part. But as I'm eating like more normal foods, I realize I never use the front of my teeth. Hmm. Like the mid teeth. I always like chewed in the back of my teeth. Hmm. So it's very weird right now. I will say this. When I went to go get them removed, they had me on nitrous. I didn't get put to sleep. I had all four done on nitrous. They pumped me full of the maximum amount of nitrous they could possibly, they could legally safely give somebody. I was at max level nitrous. And I don't know. Have you ever been on nitrous before? Never been on nitrous. So they tell you. I've seen the TikToks of people on nitrous. When you, when you go to uh, get checked out for your wisdom teeth and stuff like that, so you can get the time and when you want to come in and yada, yada, all the medicine, stuff like the prescriptions, mm -hmm. they tell you, I'm not going to tell you what it's going to be like for you to be on nitrous because everybody's different. You know, you're going to say a lot of things you don't mean to say and this and the other thing is everybody's different. You're going to be out of your mind. You're going to be out of your head a little bit. It's like, it's like, it's like weird stuff. And I'm, I went into it thinking, Oh, I'm going to be like drunk or I'm going to be like a little high or something like that. I'm going to be like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be out of my mind a little bit. And it's going to feel great. 
I was like a little lightheaded at best. Like I could have driven on nitrous. Really? Yeah. Like I like it. Honestly, like here's the thing. Uh, it did numb my body for a little bit. Like I got like a tingling feeling in my entire body, and I was more calmer. But I didn't feel like I felt more out of my mind whenever I smoke weed a bunch here, or whenever I drink like a bunch of rum and stuff like that. It did not feel any different than, or it didn't even feel as bad as that. Like I was just kind of still in my own head. Like I was still like I wasn't like laughing and giggling and saying a bunch mm. of shit. Like it was just kind of that. And then after I was on that for a little bit, he stick the needles into my gums and numbed me up. I used, I think, the maximum amount of fucking pain medicine they could possibly use for somebody safely because every single time, like, he went in there, they came out relatively nice except for one. Like, in the middle of removing him, he had to do, like, an x-ray real quick for, like, because the root was, like, real deep or some bullshit like that. And... But when he started like wiggling the teeth, he's like, all right, I'm wiggling it back and forth. I'm going back and forth. It's, it's coming nice. It's coming nice. I had to stop him. He's like, yeah, I can fucking feel it, dude. I can feel you wiggling my teeth. You need like it. It hurts. It's not pressure. He's like, oh, well, I wonder if you're just feeling the pressure. No, it's not pressure. I, it's pain. I can fucking feel you moving my tooth out of the root. And I was like, you need to give me more medicine. So he injected me again. And I was like, mm-hmm, there we go. I'll be honest with you. So your wife warned me. Before I got it, she's like, make sure you have a bunch of ice and ice packs, stuff like that, because of the swelling. I didn't really swell up. No? No, not really. I put The huh. first day when I came home, I took a nap for like two hours, and then I put some ice on it. But then after that, I was like, I don't even need ice. Like, it's like it doesn't feel that bad. My mouth's still numb. And then when the numbness wore off, I was like, it's a little sore. I'm taking ibuprofen, but it's not even really like that bad, honestly. Hmm. So it's, it's very weird. Maybe I have like a high tolerance for pain or I have so much... Uh, THC in my system that it didn't really matter anyway. So. I'm going to go with the latter on that one. That's probably the latter. So speaking of uh, eating and drinking, yeah, I almost forgot, and we're getting low here. Beer of the show. Beer of the show. Uh, story behind this too, but the beer of the show I brought today is the Land Shark Lager. Land Shark. This is Jimmy Sing Buffett's along. beer. Oh, okay. This is Jimmy Buffett's beer. I don't remember if I've ever had it on the show before. Probably not. It's been six years. Who gives a shit? Yeah, right. But at any rate, we're gonna we're gonna repeat ourselves eventually. I'm gonna go. go ahead. You go first. You go first. It's a lager. I like I like the simplicity of the label, and it's a clear bottle, which normally you don't you don't yeah. normally find beer in clear bottles most right. of the time. But it is clear and it's nice. It's uh, let me take a swig. Tell you something. That first week, this is the big biggest thing I missed at all. Al alcohol and smoking. You can't really like drink or smoke for like almost the first week, and Shut it the sucked. Fuck up. And it sucked. I'm never I started getting, my getting wisdom teeth. I out. started getting them. You still have yours? I have two of them. Oh, you you might not be somebody because it's two, but I had all four out, so that's a little different. Mm -hmm. But like I after like the fourth day, my migraine started coming. I was calling the doctor. I was like, "Can I fucking start smoking weed now, please? Because I'm in tons of pain." Um, it's a generic lager. I it's fine. It's light. It's uh, it's a good summer beer. It's definitely definitely not for the winter. It's good summer, summer. Beer, yeah. and it's a little warm tonight compared to the past like week, two weeks or something like that. So this it's is toasty in here. It's kind of I pulled the AC out because I don't want to pay the extra money when I don't have to. Um, but it's nice. It's it's a nice generic lager. There's no wow factor, but it's it's a nice casual beer. It's very much a casual beer if you just want to chill out and relax and stuff like that. Okay, wow. So you're giving it a pretty good. This would be this would be the beer that I would drink after I drink the good beer, where like I'm I'm mm -hmm. tipsy and I'm a little drunk. And like okay, let's switch to the cheap stuff. I don't know how much this costs, but it see, tastes, it tastes very cheap. See, it is, it is. And here's the thing: I actually, I'm pretty sure we've never had this on the show before because I don't like this beer. No, not a fan. It's a generic lager. 
It is very generic and it is very light. Yes. So you can drink a lot of them. And I'll tell you why I bought this beer. I needed it for a thing that I needed to drink a lot. So, and I went, I went with this beer because it's, it's fitting the, fitting the theme. It tastes like Corona. Have you ever had Corona? No. I've managed to avoid it this all 2020. So no, I've... no, no, not that Corona. Oh, Corona Especial Cerveza. Oh no, I've never had. You've never had Corona, that either. No. Well, you have. Because I've been this... vaccinated from both the virus and the beer. So. Okay, well, this tastes just like that Corona, and I don't like that beverage either. It looks like that. It looks beer, like that. So. It tastes like that. It pretty much is that. Just has a different name. <clears throat> I don't like this beer. I think it is very bland and very boring. So why did you have to buy it then? So let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to not this past summer, but the summer before. Let's go back to 1903. In 2020, summer of 2020, you and I and Mike and Kristen and a whole get It was going to be like 19 of us. We were going to go to the Jimmy Buffett concert. Yeah. Then I don't know if our listeners have, have heard, but there was a global pandemic. Say what? Yeah. So they canceled all of the shows last summer. But Jimmy Buffett, we all had our tickets. We're all ready to go. He says, we're going to postpone it one year. So the summer of 2021, get ready. Same date, same time, same place. We're like, oh, sick. So we just kept our things. Well, then the summer of 2021 rolls around. Jimmy Buffett's an old guy. He's in his 80s. He's he's a, he's an old guy. He still tours like a champ. Yeah. He had a show in Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. Then he was going to go do the show in Pittsburgh, which we were going to go to. Then his next show was in Cincinnati, Ohio. So that would have meant him going west to east to back west again. Yeah. And the scheduling problem happened because he had to reschedule from the year before. Plus, he added some new shows. He didn't want to do that. <clears throat> So he canceled the Pittsburgh show and just went from Chicago to Cincinnati. So we got our show canceled. They refunded our money and everything. But I was kind of... At least they refunded your money. A lot of places won't like do that. Well, they so. refunded our money and everything. I was just down because I really wanted to go. Yeah. So then fast forward a little bit. And um, I still pay attention to what's going on. Jimmy Buffett added some concert dates. I was like, is he going to add Pittsburgh? Oh my God, is he going to add Pittsburgh? He didn't add Pittsburgh. He added like Atlanta, Georgia, like Key West, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida, New Orleans, Louisiana, and Cleveland, Ohio. That's like a hot skit. I said, shit, Cleveland is doable. My sister lives right by there. So I, real quick, this concert was like a couple weeks away from when he announced it. Like tickets went on sale the next day after he announced it. So I got together real quick with Kristen and my mother and my sisters, and we bought tickets. I went to the show. And I bought Jimmy Buffett's beer to drink at the Jimmy Buffett concert. I noticed so, I didn't get a phone call about this concert. I didn't. I know you were going to say something I noticed like I this. didn't get a phone call about this party that you had to I go know to. I you know you were going to give me shit about this. And had I, had I had more time to prepare, I would have invited the whole cast of characters. But unfortunately, I noticed I didn't get a text message in case, you know, I could make it. I, I do notice that. It was a last minute thing, <laughs> motherfucker. It was a last minute thing. No, I didn't I, even know if I, I was going to go. I didn't even know if I was going to go. But we ended up going. I smoked a lot of weed. I drank a lot. I could have went and smoked a lot of weed with I, you, too. Listen, it wasn't. <laughs> listen, you went to Buff with me before in Pittsburgh. This was nowhere near as good. 
The tailgating situation in the parking lot was rough. The tailgate was the, the highlight. is the point of going yes. there. The this Buffett ta- concert for me was like, yeah, it's all right. It was a tailgate that right. I liked. And this tailgate, they wouldn't let you in till like 4 o'clock. And the show was like 8 o'clock. I don't know if you remember when we went to Pittsburgh. Yeah. We went in at like fucking noon. Yeah, we, were there, early. we were there early. We were there all day. Early we only go. got in a couple hours before the show. We were there so fucking early that we managed to find a good parking spot and managed to watch people arrive and set up shit. Like, yes. we were there that early. Right, because we know what to do. We're experts on this. This wasn't that at all. So you, the tailgating was very subpar. I don't think I would go to a show in Cleveland again just because the Pittsburgh show is a lot better, a lot better. So anyway, I got really fucking drunk. We drank in my sister's before we went to the show because we knew we couldn't tailgate. Pre-game. We pre-gamed. I didn't drive. I don't even know how I got there. I was drinking some... Jesus uh, Christ. I made some our shark repellents we had here oh, on the show. Oh, you did? I had, I had a couple shark repellents. That's a dangerous drink. I had drink. Some, uh, some land shark lagers. I was drinking... Then my sister made me a, a zombie. Never Are you familiar her. with a zombie? No. I'm going to get you a zombie. I don't know how to make a zombie, but there's four different kinds of rum in it. Only rum. But it's like... Like, like there's like a silver, a light, a spiced. There's a navy pier rum, which is like, I oh, lo- like uh, I love rum. I know you do. I love this rum. This was a very strong drink. I drank the zombie and I was fucked. I was drunk the whole night. The whole night. I, f- I, I was struggling on the way out of the show. I was stumbling, stumbling. I made it back to my sister's house, puked my guts out in her bathroom. And uh, it was a good time. Good time. So here's Jimmy Buffett. Here's Jimmy Buffett. Scott, I got one question for you. Have you been following the Brian Laundry story? Have you been following this? Am I a white person? <laughs> Answer the question. Am I a white person? Yes, you are. Yes, Adam, I've been following the Brian Laundry story. Okay, so do you know all about the, the origins of the story and what's been going on and everything like that? I know it all. You know There's it all? nothing you can tell me that so, I wouldn't know. Tell the listeners real quick just the basic background of the Brian why we're talking about Brian Brian Laundry right. and why he's at the moment America's most number one uh hunted. So homeboy, check this out. Homeboy, he lives in Florida. Right, lives in always Florida, in Florida with his parents. Always a Florida man. Yes, his is either his girlfriend or his fiance. fiance. It's a fiance. fiance. They were very young. They were like Gabby 20. Petito was her name. Gabby. They were in their she, early twenties. Now she lived in New York State. They were living together at the time. But she's from New York. Yes, she's okay. from New York. But they were right. living in the same house. Okay. Okay. Very good. So they decide before they get married or before school starts again, whatever their deal was, they were going to do a cross country journey. Yeah, because Gabby was like trying to be an influencer. That's what she right. was. That's her right. goal. She was like, right. I'm going to be a TikTok, TikTok star, Instagram star, and I'm going to be an influencer. So let's, let's go have do this. So they took this like conversion van that was like souped up like as a camper. Yeah. So they're able to like, like stay in it and they drove out West. I'm not sure of the path they took, but I know they were in like the North. They were in like, yeah. they were in like Montana and Wyoming for a bit. And dude, this story is so fucking crazy. So, they apparently, needless to say, she goes missing. Yes. There's a lot of details in the middle there that we'll probably get back to. But she goes missing. And what does homeboy do? He just drives the fucking van back home to Florida. It's not even like she went missing and they knew about it. It's that she, the re- they knew she went missing when he went home and then 
immediately didn't talk to anybody, didn't say anything. Wouldn't like her parents were trying to like get a hold of her, but she wasn't responding, and, th- and she, they knew that she was on this road trip, and they tried to get a hold in, right. and he wasn't responding, and he like what I think he like went home and immediately called a lawyer or something like that. Like it was some shit like that. Like he knew he was in trouble, and he just like went home and wouldn't respond. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, innocent until proven guilty, but. In the court this of public opinion, this he fucking it. offed her. This this dude killed her. He iced her. Yes. Okay. So if he was trying to do all the right things, not get caught, he did all the wrong. Oh things. Oh my gosh! And I know there's a million true crime podcasts out there that are talking about this right yes. now. Yes, but it's our turn. But you know, we don't do a true crime podcast. <laughs> no, we, we do a regular podcast, we, and you know, we got to cover this. We stuff. want to get it on that white housewife market. Yeah. We want the, we want to get yeah. their listens. <laughs> So the, the MILF market. Let's go. The MILF market. That's the name of the episode. That's it. That's it. Okay. Write that, ah! write that down. Write that down. Yes, okay. I'm putting it in there. Okay. So anyway, this, Click this guy. Okay. So if she went missing out west somewhere, who the fuck just up and leaves, right? Who drives up? Like, you, he's in his. He, I know why he did it because he's in his early twenties and he was panicked and he didn't know what the fuck to do. No, because he murdered her. That's why. Milf Market is a search on Pornhub. I know what I'm doing later. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so why why do you bring him up? There's, I just brought him up some because, updates because like the story has been talked about for weeks now. At this point, it's been talked about for they a while. They cannot find him, but no. now you know what I'm talking about. You know who's on the case, You know right? who's on the case? That's what I was going to lead it to. Who's oh on the God. case, Scott? I'll give you a hint. Oh I, you only, I give you one guess, and you only need one. I think who the whole is world like, knows. Who is the most notorious bounty hunter in America? And, and we're not talking about Boba Fett. More notorious. Yes, in America. The dog, most dog, the bounty hunter. Dwayne Chapman. Dude. Dog the bounty hunters on the case. Guilty pleasure. Did you ever watch that show that used to be on in the 2000s? Yeah, I watched, I watched a little Dude, bit of that. Dude, I loved that show. That show was fucking entertainment at its peak. It like, is. I love... Oh, I couldn't get enough of that shit. It, it honestly was. Yes, it was. Like I, we, used to, we used to talk about how we used to watch that show Ghost Hunters. But you know what was stupid about it? They never fucking found any ghosts, right? Yeah. So it was always like you were left with a bad taste in your mouth. Dog always got his man, dude. Every episode, he's catching these motherfuckers he like is. it isn't a thing. I'm not going to say he's not good at his job. He's, he's good really at his good job. at his job. Yeah. He's really good at his job. First of all, to, to, to not like lead the crowd or anything like that, he's only doing this because publicity. Like He wants to get back. He wants to do a new show. It's the only reason why he's doing this. Like, I think his daughter admitted, like, it's all publicity stuff. That's this whole thing. So what? So. What if he catches the guy, though? He's like, not going to catch him. Why do you say that? He catches he's not, everybody. Because he just want. because if he catches him, then his uh, 15 minutes of fame are over. He wants to make a show about hunting this dude down. So he can't catch him now anyway. So Dog the Bounty Hunter is on the case. He, in one of the most recent articles, he talked about how he speculates. First of all, he speculated a week ago Brian Laundrie is a survivalist. He knows how to survive in this world. Like, he knows this dude just from, like, reading his journal and looking at the title of his books on oh, his Oh, he book said shelf. that? Yeah, he said that. Oh, he's a survivalist, not ever knowing him or anything like that. I think he just talked to his parents. But now, Dog Bounty is saying he speculates he might be a serial killer. He said... Oh, I heard about this. He said, I'm thinking more and more about him being maybe a serial killer, not just a killer of Gabby title of his uh, autobiography uh, the books he reads are unbelievable he says 
He said a couple of the books that he's been reading are 10 times worse than Dungeons and Dragons. Remember, Dog is a religious fanatic. He's all about God and he's all into that like... Yes. Yeah. Even in his show, he was like that. Yes. His every, when his show was happening, every single time he caught somebody, he'd have like a moment in like the back of his SUV like, hey brother, like let's talk about God and stuff like that. Yeah. God wouldn't want you doing this kind of stuff. And that would always left a bad taste in my mouth. But you know, it is what it is, I guess. Um... This kid, Brian, has taken those books, obviously, to heart. And this is what happens when you let your kid, re uh, when you let, when your kid is looking at those kind of things. So basically, he's saying the books that he was reading led to him killing Gabby, apparently. He doesn't cite what the fucking books are, though. He didn't cite any of that bullshit. Hmm. So, but he does say D&D &D in there. He said that they're ten times worse than D&D. They're ten times worse. He just overnight just didn't become a serial a killer. A killer is made, and he is built to be or she. He's you know dogs all about you know, like you know men and women equality and stuff like that. A killer. He built himself to be that by looking at that kind of let's say the dark side stuff. Dark. Side there are stuff. pictures of demons all over it. So that's what he said about. That's like his most recent thing. Why he thinks Brian Laundry is a serial. Remember killer. in the eighties when all the like pastors and reverends and preachers were all saying the Dungeons and Dragons yeah. was like a gay... They still say that today, a lot of them. Yeah, but nobody takes them seriously anymore. Yeah, no, not anymore. You know how many people played... I, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, have you? I played once when I was like four. Oh, you did play. Okay. My my mother, she had a roommate when we lived in California, and, yeah. and her, him and his friends loved Dungeons and Dragons. They, every now and then they would play, and they let me in on a game, but like how you let a four-year-old in on a game. What were you? I don't remember the class I was, but I know I died quickly. You would. I, no, here's what happened you was. noob. They came. <laughs> the thing was something along the lines that they came to like a mysterious door and they, somebody said, does anybody want to open the door and see what I was, I was like? I got it. I'll open the door and I'll go and see what happens. Like an axe blade comes down and kills. He's like, I guess I'm done playing now. So that was my. You remember how you died. That, do, that must have been It was something like that. Must have been traumatizing. Yeah, I've never actually played a true campaign. Yes, neither have I. Um, but they're made for me, not you, probably. It takes so long. I think so. Here's my question: Not to we'll come back to the Byron Laundry thing. In sure, a second. sure. So you don't like video games for the most part. You're not a gamer. You're not really a gamer, like in no, fantasy I'm and not, stuff like no, that, no, things no. like that. But you like sports. Mm -hmm. What if there was a sports like football version of D and D where you are playing as like your own football star? And you got to like roll dice and things like that and have your own football career adventure. And you would do the same kind of stuff you on do in a, On a gaming console? No, 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 no. Like, no, no, no. Like, like okay. what I'm talking about is like on a, like a board thing or something like that where there's like a, like a football master and stuff like that. And it's like D&D, it's like &D, but like football and, you know, your player has stats and things yeah, like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, would, fantasy football? Well, it's not fantasy football because you're, you're, you're not rolling your character and you're not like role playing as your character, like doing stuff and leveling up. You're playing as like fucking your own team and stuff like that that like the players that are playing actual football that week how they do that week <laughs> in the game corresponds to how well that player does for your team yes so it's kind of like so it's like you have a fantasy version where like i rolled a natural 20 i guess i fucking scored a touchdown i mean you've leveled up your uh your stamina stat i sound i would try it yeah sure yeah. it sounds sounds great but okay I, I kind of like the idea of dungeon, the whole fantasy thing, even better. I just 
probably won't play. I'd like to, but it's, it takes, I, I does would it take like, to, like weeks and months to play? Well, yeah, because a lot, a lot of the times you're rolling a character and you're going through like an entire campaign, which takes many, many times. It's almost like a video game itself and you're leveling up as you go along. And each time it's you like start a, a new game, sword. but on yeah. paper. Yes, it is. It, yeah. I think it'd be interesting. I'd like to play. But... I think I would like that because I've told you this before. I'm not a gamer, but I like the idea of video games. Yes. I just can't do it. I suck at it. So therefore, I don't do it. Like, I feel like I would play the shit out of video games if I was any good. So I feel like I could do this because it's just fucking rolling per chance, you know? Yes. Like, I feel like I could do this. I, I, let's fucking do it sometime. The Four Destruction uh, 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 Dungeon Dragons yeah, campaign. Yeah, I think, I think we should try it. You know people that play Dungeon Dragons. Why don't you I set do. it up? I do. I do know some people, but. We can do it online now, Scott. We have the technology. <laughs> We have the tools. Yes. We can rebuild him. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, Brian Laundry. Brian Laundry, he's still on the run. He's still missing. Um, dog is on the hunt. And he is oh, very he is now. urgently, urgently saying if anybody has any information about Brian Laundry to contact my people so that we can we can, you know, get on this. And I'm like, why don't you just like contact the FBI or the police instead? Like the actual authorities. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, why would you talk contact dog before you contact the Florida police? If you have information. I saw this. This was funny. It was a TikTok, and it was the scene from Billy Madison where the kids are, like, playing dodgeball. And the one kid, it said Brian Laundry. He's just, like, dodging all the balls. All the other kids say, like, Florida Highway Patrol, FBI, Marshals. They're throwing balls and missing them. And then a rogue ball comes, and Billy Madison catches it. And it says, Dog the Bounty Hunter. He goes, now you're all in big, big trouble. <laughs> God, I love these tick. I deep dived into the uh, the you, Brian Laundry TikTok. You got sucked down the rabbit hole. Yeah, there's some good ones. Did you see the one about the the hand reaching out of the flower bed? I haven't been sucked down the. Brian there Laundry is a theory. TikTok there is thing. a theory that his parents' home in Florida, they have like a little bunker. I did see that. You theory, did see though. that. I one? did see that. They've got like a bunker underneath the, like the the garden or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The flower bed. <laughs> He's hiding under there. This. I love these ideas. It, we're joking around about it. It is a sad story because this person yeah. was this person was murdered, and they did they confirmed that she is murdered. They found her. They body. They found her body. So yes, they did. It is sad. And, and there was a there was those two other people that were killed in the same town. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that. That's re- part of the reason why I think it's like maybe he's a serial killer. Maybe, maybe he's, he's a serial killer. Maybe he's yes. killed more than just. The so woman. there were two people who were camping in tents out there, and the last time they were seen alive was in this bar and this bar and they they were they were at this bar and apparently at this bar there was some kind of like brian laundry was there because they traced his card being used at this bar which is the same bar where the two people were last seen alive that were killed so people like brian laundry was there this is the last time we saw these two people alive we're putting it together but the bartender came out and said no the bartender said they were here at different times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm, I think he's responsible for that murder too. I think I'm more curious about the fact of like why he would do this unless he legitimately is a serial killer. Like why? Because it, it seemed like they had a decent relationship and it seemed like if you're going to get to the point where you're living with somebody and you're engaged that there's not really much she can say that's going to lead you to like kill her or something like that. Unless she saw him kill those other two people. Oh, you think maybe she witnessed? Oh, uh, listen murder. to me, go! I'm like Nancy fucking yeah, Grace. Yeah, you're, you're spreading out the misinformation uh, like an yeah. like anti-vaxer. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, about it. Uh, 
according to Florida, Doc can't legally detain Brian Laundry if he finds him. If if he finds him and like cuffs him, he'll be brought up on kidnapping charges because first of all, Florida only allows uh, authorized, um, certified like bail clerks or something like that. I can't remember the actual term. It's like bail something, bail agents or something like that. Do that because they outlawed bounty hunting like years ago. I think it's like 2003 or something like that. Florida says we don't have bounty hunters anymore because we outlawed that shit. Yeah. You have to be like a certified bail agent. He's only certified in like Hawaii? Colorado and Hawaii, yeah. I think. He got arrested once before in Arizona for doing the same thing. It was one of his people that he had a bail on who jumped bail and like went to Arizona and dog and his family like went to Arizona and like got this guy to bring him home. And then he got arrested for doing that for the same thing you're saying. I mean, he doesn't have to take him in. He can just fucking find him and then call the police and take credit for it. You know, dog, he's going to, he's going to run him down. He's going to make sure he's got somebody with a iPhone camera. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, brother. (laughs) I am the dog. Oh my god. The big so. bad dog. The uh, bounty hunter. Let's stay tuned because I want I want to catch this guy. Why don't you go out and join Dog in Florida? You got into Disney all the time. Why don't you go down there and be like, hey dog, I'm gonna be your right hand man. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do this. Four distractions on your side. Four distraction. Bounty hunting. <laughs> oh god. Uh, we're going to do something real quick that we don't normally do. We're going to take a quick one or two minute break. We are. We are going to take a quick one or two minute break. We will be right back. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, Adam had to take a dookie. Yeah, I, I'm not going to tell anybody else, though. I'm not going to tell anybody else. Yeah, I had to uh, drain the list. <laughs> Spoilers, I, uh, we're recording a little earlier, and I work in the morning. So I started drinking before Scott came over here, and I had to uh, use the lavatory. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Scott. Yes, sir. Have you heard the theory about Sean Connery and James Bond? Sean Connery was the original James he was the, Bond. He, he was the one, not the original one, but he was the one that people know the most. He was James the Bond. first James Bond in the first feature film, Doctor No. You sure about that? Yes. Well, he was in Doctor No, but was but was he the first James Bond on the big screen? Yes. I I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I, we learned one. something new. So Doctor No was the first James Bond. One of the theories that we always talk we always talk about in private. I don't know how often we do it on the show, but we always talk about how the idea that James Bond, the reason why it works in the story that there's so many different characters that play James Bond, so many different people, is that James Bond is a title. It is like right. the 
title. There is no real James Bond. James Bond right. is 007. It's a title so that he can have anonymity. The movies made the title James Bond. In Ian Fleming's book, the title was 007. Yes. James Bond just happened to be the most popular 007. So Hollywood said, well, we want to make them all James Bond. And we've had how many different actors now portray James yes. Bond. So now it's like confusing to people when it should just be different 007s. That's what most people like to have. Right, That's what right. most people think. Right. So there is a new movie theory okay. out that I saw on TikTok. And TikTok you know, runs a lot of the show, if I'm being honest with you. It really does. Um, I love TikTok. I turned you on to it. Are you happy? I'm very happy. Yes. So there's a new theory that another Sean Connery film that is not a James Bond, he was actually James Bond in that film. Can you guess what Sean Connery film that was? So I have three. Okay. I have three, three guesses. Okay. But my favorite guess is The Rock. That's the one I'm talking about. Is that the one? Okay. What's your, what your other two? Entrapment. Okay. And A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But he's Alan Quartermain, who in his yes. own right is a fucking awesome character. Yes. So the theory is that in The Rock, mm -hmm. John Crane is playing a man named Mason, who is a former British Secret Service agent. Mm, he is a former, Yes, he's a former British, British Secret Service agent who um, apparently was very active in the 60s. In the story, around the time that Sean Connery was portraying James Bond in the movies. Mm -hmm. he, he portrayed him all through the 60s, and I think up to the early 70s he was James Bond in, in at least one of those movies. Um, but, but the biggest theory is right now that Mason in that movie is James Bond, but an older, more, a little more disgruntled James Bond, just based on the way that he's able, to, how he's able to pretty much do anything he wants. He's like a action star in that movie mm -hmm. and his like attitude and his mannerisms and just like the way that he reacts to people and the things that he says kind of lead people to believe that maybe he's just James Bond. Obviously nobody's going to confirm or deny it, but right. he is James Bond. Like it says um, in this article that I'm reading by screen rant in the rock, it was noted that Mason was captured and sent to Alcatraz in 1962 for his crimes, escaping a year later in 1963. Dr. No, the film in which Connery made his big screen MI six debut was released in 62. Hmm. Yes, leading to the speculation that he could have escaped and returned to Britain to become the James Bond known and loved. His tenure in the franchise uh, coming to an end in 71, early 70s, uh, to be construed as a time when he was recaptured by the United States, as was implied in the film. And he had to have been because I just recently rewatched The Rock. I, I, that's on my list of things to watch. The microfilm that yes. he had hidden at the end when Nicolas Cage is like looking at it. He's like, honey, you want to know who really killed Kennedy? Yeah. Which was 1969. Yes. So he had to have been caught after that. Yes. The second time and put into jail. Yeah. So who knows? What do you think about that theory? I love it. I love you it. You love it? Yeah. I, I, the Rock is a very good movie. I love The Rock. That's not I take pleasure in getting you, boy. Try your best. Losers try their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Carla was the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> love that movie. It's a great movie. I, I, I love the idea of expanding that because 
The new James Bond came out today. As of recording in yeah. the United States, new James Bond came out today. When you came over, I was watching Skyfall, and we kind of yep. finished that briefly. I love the idea of... I wish I would make it official where like James Bond is just the title of like the agent and anybody can be James Bond as soon as the last one like leaves or dies or whatever. Yeah, there's talk about well, we were we were talking about this off air. Apparently Daniel Craig has been wanting to leave this character for a long time. He shit on it a few Skyfall years. Skyfall was going to be his last one, then Spectre was going to be his last one. Now there's No Time to Die, is that what it's called? Yeah. It's going to be his last one. We'll see if it actually is his last one. But if it is, there's talk about uh, having a different-looking James Bond. And I've heard two names thrown around that were very interesting to me. The one's Idris Elba. Yes. Yeah, so thro- his name has been thrown around forever yeah, he's, about he's it. He's a person of color, so that would be different. I love Idris Elba. The other he's one great. is uh, Gillian Anderson, Yeah, who's a female... And I thought, oh, that might be interesting. I've heard those. Have you heard any other names? No, I haven't heard any other names other than that. But I I will tell you this. um, I would love it if they did a James, or maybe in this one, if they did in this one. I haven't seen the damn movie yet. I would love it in a James Bond movie if they would have James Bond as like the normal British male character that we know and love. And then have a secondary character who is another agent on his side who is a female character who could be spun off on her own 00 series. I think that would be very cool. Because I've always, I've, I've always said this. I don't like it. I don't like to say I don't like it. I don't think... I, I think it's better if they don't make like, oh, this movie that we know and love, but like female character. Like they did that with Ocean's Eleven. They made Ocean's 8, which is basically just Ocean's Eleven, 12 and 13, but with female characters. I always have the attitude of like, why do that when you could just spin them off into their own... like separate it from the universe and just have their own like really core female thing like make a make a secret agent female but not 007 have her be her own person not beholden to the james bond or maybe jane bond name or something like that who's not 007 just have her be your own badass self that spins off into like another series and they cross over from time to time i think that'd be cool i liked oceans eight i just i didn't watch it i feel like they missed the mark Here's something that I wish they would have done at, at the ending when, when Sandra Bullock's character is, she's uh, Danny Ocean's sister. Yeah. And she and he, she goes to his grave. He died. Yeah. Spoilers. But he's dead in it. And she goes to his grave at the end and she's like, she like pours two glasses of like champagne and she's like talking to him. I would have loved, I would have loved for, for him to come behind her. And just like not be really dead, like him just like a fake his death or something. But they didn't do that, you know. Yeah, it's been like, a long like time George since Clooney, I saw that movie. Like George Clooney comes out of the woods or something and sits down and drinks it with her. But that would have been such a cool thing to do. It would have been the obvious ending though. That would have been all. That would have been so fun though. I yeah. love I love Ocean's Eleven. Great movie. I love Ocean's Twelve. Ocean's Thirteen's okay. I've, I think I've seen that maybe once or twice. Uh, it's okay. So. Um, but you're saying like you wanted to see like uh, I love like to Matt see, like, Damon and Brad Pitt like like what's his name Linus and Dusty or Rusty I think it's like, Rusty Rusty their spinoffs like of yeah. them of like their origins that could be neat yeah I guess yeah, yeah. is that what you're I saying just, no I just I'm just saying like I don't think we need like you know these characters but like female like it's like it was kind of my attitude towards the Ghostbusters remake that they did few years ago it's like it was ghostbusters but they're all ladies and that was their only pitch for that movie and it kind of went down as like 
some people liked it, but it kind of generally went down as like not a good movie because they were really pushing the fact that it's Ghostbusters but ladies. And I'm like, but if they wanted to do that, like they did so much wrong with that movie, and I have no problem. You with defend it. that movie to your death. I do you, not you, defend you that movie. You used to. You used to at least. I do not defend that. I've, I rewatched it. I've rewatched it, and I thought about some things when I rewatched it. And here's something that that if they, if they want to make this woman empowerment movie, yeah, why? Don't you have black empowerment? Because um, Ernie Hudson in the original Ghostbusters, he was the only one who wasn't a scientist and a doctor. There's a dude from the streets. He was a dude from the like streets. A cab driver or and he was like kind that. of like, even on the original poster, he's left off of it. It's the other yeah. three on the original yeah. poster of the, of the film. And he kind of got shafted on that. And he's. Arguably one of my favorite ghosts. I love his just the one-liners that Ernie Hudson says in that movie are hilarious. Yeah. And um, what's her name? Uh, I don't remember her name. Les- I know you're talking um, about. I know you're talking about. She played the secretary. You know you're talking about? No. The oh, you're talking about Vankman's love interest? No, no, no. Of the new one of the girls. Um, oh. What's her name? Uh, I'll look up the MVP. She's the only again. She's the only one of color who's not a doctor. Who's not Leslie like, Jones. Leslie Jones. Yes. I, I, Leslie. I love Leslie Jones. She's I do too. So I do too. Hilarious. And, and like she's so she's funny. She's the only one. Everything that, she does is hilarious. But why? I can't help why it. wasn't she a PhD like the rest of them? Like why did you have? Because to make, she was a sassy black woman. That's why. But why do you have to have that? You have the sassy black man in the first movie. Now you made it a sassy black woman. Like. You could have changed that character so much. You could have, yes. But my argument with it is, I love Ghostbusters. I don't know if it could have been Leslie Jones being that character if you make her a scientist. Because she Leslie Jones is the quintessential sassy black woman. That's kind of the way her comedy is. She That's what she is. So she would be a sassy black woman no matter what. Doctors can't just, be sassy black women? But you're saying, like, why does she have to be the sassy she black be woman? She could be a sassy... But why does she have to be like an everyday from the streets sassy black woman? Because why can't because she be a nerds, PhD? Because scientists are nerds and nerds are quirky. Nerds. And, That's my ogre impression from Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds have antisocial tendencies, and you can't be sassy and outspoken if you're a nerd. That's kind of the feel I got from it, when it's not true. I also don't like how they pretty much erased, or it exists in another universe, or whatever you want to use. How the Ghostbusters one and two that we know and love yes. don't exist. Like they're not yeah. mentioned at all. And in fact, the characters make cameos as other people. Like yeah. what? And the new one, Ghostbusters Afterlife, is coming out. I yeah, I can't wait for that can't one because wait. It's, like, it's a continuation of the original story. It's Ghostbusters. You 3. gave me so much shit for not liking this movie originally. You gave me so much guff when we talked about this years ago. So much shit because I said I didn't like it. I didn't think it was that good. You're like, are you kidding me? It's so fucking awesome. It's amazing. It's funny. It's funny, but <laughs> I rewatched it and it, it just didn't sit well with me when I rewatched it. Maybe, maybe my tastes can evolve. I don't know. I rewatched it and I didn't care for it. And there was just things I picked out, like, like how Sigourney like, Weaver, like me. how Sigourney Weaver w- was hypersexualized in it. Yeah, and it was like, oh, I mean, it was the. She 80- was kind of hypersexualized in the first movie. It though. was the '80s. I get it, but oh, that's a little bit cringy. And then you make one of the 2000s, and it's sex reversed, and you hypersexualize. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Did I not say this like, when we first talked about like, it? What? I was like, what? 
I said, did you say all this? I said a lot of this. I maybe said, what you said. I said. Seed I said what I said. What I said was they're trying to do the spin on. Oh, it's the ditzy. Because in the original one, it, or in most other movies, stuff like that, you have your male characters, and then you have the ditzy blonde or the ditzy secretary that doesn't really know a lot and is dumb, and it's the reversal of that. Overcompensating, but it's but they overcompensated yeah. by making him basically mentally deficient is what I said. He was mentally okay. deficient. He should not have been able to function in the real world. That's how bad he was. So, and you were like, oh, it's just for fun, Adam. I what think does I it matter? I, th- I think I just self-diagnosed. Th- I'm not a psychiatrist, but I think I self-diagnosed myself right now. Okay. I think I know why I liked it then, and I don't like it now. I had been wanting Ghostbusters 3 since 1990. I've been wanting it that long. Yeah. And we haven't gotten it. We've heard rumors that we were going to get Ghostbusters. There's a 3. video game that was like the third. The script. video game was the third script, which yeah. I that's a really good video game. Yeah, I've like watched because it's the story. But anyway, never. I came to the realization that I'm never going to get it. Never going to get it. No. So they gave us this, and I thought this is the best. Is I'm the closest I'm going to get to a Ghostbusters three. I wonder. And now, what, what's happening, Adam? I wonder what opinions in the future, in the few years, you're going to be Maybe. like. You're going to backtrack and be like, you know, you were right, Adam. You could call me a flip flopper, <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to pull a a President Joe Biden when he he's accused of being a flip flopper. He goes, my opinions have evolved. <laughs> <laughs> so I've evolved on this one because we are getting a Ghostbusters three, and I'm excited for it. Yeah. But I was excited for Indiana Jones 4. Temper your expectations. So, Indiana Jones 5 is coming out. Yeah. he. Uh, we talked about it. He, like, he, like, he like broke his wrist doing like yeah. a stunt or some shit like that while filming. The dude's an old man and he's, he's still doing action old scenes. Old so. as dirt. Scott. Yes. Let's talk about Course of Cinema. Hey, Course of Cinema it's time. It's been a couple weeks to remind everybody oh, you what asshole. we gave for Course of Cinema. You gave me the movie... Free Jack. I did. I gave you Free and Jack. And early 80s, apparently classic. 90s. Early 90s. 90s, I mean. Early 90s. 92, I think it is. I think so. And I gave you the new release, mm-hmm. Velasa Pastor. You did. I'm going to go first because I want you to end with what you think about this movie. Sure. So it stars Emilia Estevez. Yeah. And he, I, so here's the thing about Emilia Estevez. I know him so much from the Mighty Ducks that yes. every single thing that I see him in, Gordon Bombay. I yeah. I keep waiting for him to go quack, <laughs> and I in all through Free Jack, I was waiting for quack. He's young. Quack. Man. He's very young. He's this is ninety two Emilio Estevez. Like he is cast. so fucking young. Renee Russo, <laughs> Mick Jagger's in it. I got the IMDb. Hold on a second. I got the IMDb. So Anthony have... Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins played such a Mick small Jagger. role. Mick Jagger was good in it. Yeah, Renee Mick Jagger. Like... Anthony fucking Hopkins. You're right. It's a good Jonathan cat. Banks was in it. He he was in uh, he was in uh, uh, um Breaking Bad. He played the dude that was um Gus's like right hand dude. The oh, bald the, old the dude cop? that was the cop. Yeah, he. He Detective or whatever? No, 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 no. He was the Think dude. He was the dude who um would do all like the dirty work, but like he had like Oh, the guy with the bald headed guy with the goatee. Yeah, yeah, him. Right here. I'm well, gonna they, show you a picture. They can't see. He, they can't see. Yes. Look okay. him up. Yeah, okay. that's what all I'm right. talking about. He, I was, was surprised he to see Jack? him. He was the dude that he wanted to take over whenever they found out that he um oh. was trying to move to a new body. He was the one oh, that was all behind he looked it. different. He looked very different, but I recognized him. I was like, holy shit, is that yeah, yes it was. David Johansson, yeah. So there was there was a decently named. It was a good cast. Basically, what the movie is about is a sci-fi movie Mm -hmm. 
It's based where, off a sci-fi novel that was very popular. Where Immortal Immortality or something was called. I do not know what it was called because okay. I didn't do that much research. But Emilia okay. Smith plays a character called Alex Furlong, who is a mm-hmm. race car driver, mm-hmm. and he's not like a NASCAR driver. He's like he does Formula like those Formula One. One kind of cars and stuff Open like that. Wheel. And it, it this movie exists in a universe where. In the future, they have technology where they can basically pull people out of time. By future, you mean 2009. 2009, (laughs) yes. By future, I mean 2009. So that's what they were expecting. (laughs) I'm glad movies today, when they make super sci-fi stuff like that, they know enough to be like, well, it takes place in 2107 or something like that. Far enough in the future, nobody alive can prove them wrong. So, Um, But basically, they have this technology where they can pull people out of time. And it's been capitalized by the elite one percenters where to basically act as immortality. They have two technologies, one to pull people out of time and the other one, which is something that I can never see something to ever exist in any type of time in humanity, able to transfer your mind and consciousness to this other body. Right. Sort of like what was the Jordan Peele movie? Um, Get Out? Get Out. Kind of like that, mm-hmm. but with technology, not with like meditation right. and stuff like that. Right. And like surgery. Like it was like a magical technology process. And what they would do is they would look at people in history who they know they died at this specific time. And at the moment of their death, like a second before they died, they would zap them in the future. Yeah, that's the catch. They needed to know the exact time and place. That they, way they would not them. fuck up the past. Right. They would pull people that were already dead at the time. Right, right. So they zapped Emilio Estevez. He's, he, they know he's going to die in this he, one race. He's yeah, in this he one big race. Uh-huh. And he like flips, this dude like clips him from behind and his car flips in the air and it's about to hit this bridge and explode. But a second before he uh, gets hit, explodes, they zap him to the future. And the process is supposed to make the brain so, like, dead so that the consciousness... And they basically die on the table. But I guess occasionally people survive. And Milyasvez is somebody who survives. So they're about to lobotomize him. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever, like, this, this like, uh, militia group or these rebels or something like that attack the convoy that he's on. And he's able to basically orchestrate his own escape. It's also set in, like, a dystopian future. Yeah, it's very dystopian. Like you said, there's no middle class. There's the 1% ruling class, and then everybody else It's a lot like, like it's going towards yeah, today, like, ironically. Like that, they got I, that part right. I felt like, oh, they God, this right. is where we're heading towards. It was literally yeah. it was literally the middle class doesn't exist. It's the elites they got, they got and the right. poor, and that's all it is. <laughs> so it leads him on like this chase of like trying to figure out what's going on. He ends up going back to find his one friend who was in... Um, uh, Scrooge. He played the ghost of Christmas. Oh, Pratt he was the past. taxi taxi driver. Yes, Sean Shea, I think it's John Shea. I mean, it's, uh-huh. it was, his name is Morgan. He was the taxi driver that Ghost of Christmas Past and Scrooge. And I saw him because, like, oh my god, I fucking know that dude too. I haven't seen him in anything else but Scrooge. Uh-huh. And he goes to see him. And by the way, the name of the movie Free Jack comes from these people who are able to escape as yeah. Free Jacks from yeah. people from the past. So he's titled as a free jack and when he shows up at his house at his apartment the dude looks is like holy shit alex i i heard there was a free jack on loose i didn't know it was you hold get in here come on and stuff like mm-hmm. that. he plays all buddy buddy with him the problem is i knew from the beginning there's something a little sp- suspicious about his buddy something suspicious so like his whole goal is to find his was it his were they married no i think it was they his were girlfriend engaged, or right fiance yeah maybe yeah. something like that i didn't think they were married no, but he was no. like he's like i want to find uh he's julie play, he's played by renee Russo. yes her name is julie i want to find julie i need to find julie to see where she's at he's like holy shit she's living up in the one percenter place like in the big city and stuff like that she's doing well i'll make a phone call let's do it so they go to like a restaurant and he makes a phone call the problem is 
Like, we didn't see this coming from a million miles away. He called the authorities so he can get the reward for turning in the free jack. And what does he get? He gets fucking dead for his for his effort. Yeah. So that was, yeah. But so, I guess, like, Julie is, like, an assistant or something like that. Like, a big wig in, like, this major company. She's the ex- vice president. Yeah, something like she's that. She's the this, third in command of this, the largest company in the Anthony world. Anthony Hopkins Anthony is, like, the president. Anthony this Hopkins is the president. president. And then our buddy from... Uh, Breaking Bad, Breaking he's Bad like the second. Yes, he's and like then the, she's right below him. Yeah, so yeah. like he's so she's up there. She's like doing a whole bunch of other shit, like business stuff and savvy right. stuff to make herself rich and everything like that. He shows up at her apartment. He's like, "It's me, Alex. What's going on, Julie? It's me, Alex." She's like, "You're a sick, disgusting pig. I don't know who you think you are, but you're using the body of my ex-boyfriend to, you know, mess with me. It's fucked up and shit. Like, doesn't believe in the story. Right. Calls the authorities essentially, like, or at least orchestrates yeah. the authorities. Uh, to- Mick Jagger is my favorite character. In this. He's great. He is like the he, bounty hunter. He's a free. Who works. Ja- he's dog the bounty hunter. They're called, bone, they're called bone jackers. Yeah, and he is so awesome. Why his group is he was, not in more movies. His group was the the responsible for getting him after he was mm-hmm. Jack to the future and like uh, delivering the body. They don't want to kill him. They want. They him alive. want him alive so they can transfer whoever. Because the if they kill him, you, if they kill him, you can't transfer a right. mind to the other. We moment. don't know what rich person hired them to get him. To yes. Them. We don't know who it is at this time, but they know they he's need trying to, to and, and Alex is trying to figure it out. He's like, they who need to wants keep me? Emilio Estevez safe, but they need to capture him to return him to get their boss's yeah. conscious put into him. Yeah. Uh, but he, so he shows up at the doorstep and is like, blah, blah, blah. And she like chases him off and stuff. And he runs away. And then Mick Jagger, uh, he opens the door and she sees like, where's Alex? And she realizes, oh shit, that was my boyfriend from 20 years ago yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. What did I do? Yeah. So yeah, basically like it all culminates to where she finds him. They work together. There's the a moment. pretty great. There's a moment where. Alex and Mick Jagger's character, who's uh, his name is Vicendic. Vicendic oh, is his name. Vicendic. Great yeah. name, by the way. Great, great name, future great name. Character. Yeah. Uh, where they have like the shootout where Vicendic is chasing him in there and stuff like that. And uh-huh. then like these independent like military militia soldiers or something like that come and interrupt their fight and they kind of like almost work together to shoot these guys down. So he essentially saves Vicendic's life. Right. And so Vicendic is like, his guys, his goons surround him. He's like, tell you what. You save my life. Give you a five minute head start. Yeah, that was a cool that was scene. his thing. That was his whole thing. Like you yeah. save my life. I'm not gonna like not chase you down, but you get a few minutes. Go ahead, run away. So he runs away. It it all culminates to where Julie convinces Alex to be like, come to my boss. My boss is a philanthropist. He's a great guy. He loves helping people. Like that's that's who my boss is. Come with me. We'll discuss it with him and we'll talk to him and see if he can help you. And that's the whole thing they do. Turns out when they go to his building. By the way, if you like watch this movie while like super high or on shrooms or something like that, did you? I was a little high. Okay, but the moment whenever he's in the building and like they go into that one room and it like expands into like this almost like augmented reality like space and stuff like that, like the screens, it's it's like it's like very fucking weird. Like it's trippy (laughs) and shit like that. Like it's it's insane. But we find out that Anthony Hopkins' character is the one that ordered the him to be free jacked and. He plays it off as if, oh, you know what? I was, I am in love with you, Julie, which apparently he really is. He's like, I'm in love with you, Julie. Like, I figured if I looked like your former lover, then you would accept me more because I'm an old man now and yada, yada, yada. 
but he plays it off as if he's like he didn't mean to cause any harm. So he's like, I'm it for my sin. I'm going to just go ahead and sacrifice myself, and I'll make sure I'll contact Vicendic and cancel the order. So he contacts him and gives him like tells him something which turns out to be code words. And so he's like ready to like sacrifice himself, but then Vicendic comes in and it turns out he's like, it took you long enough and stuff like that. It turns out Anthony Hopkins is really a bad guy, and he was yes. just buying time for himself. Is right. what it is. So they go through this, like really trippy like sequence where they both have to put their hands in this pylon where like the they're basically in I think he he owns the company that stores memories and people that yes. are like this so like it's the mainframe is what it is and this is when like the trippy part comes in where like it, you almost go through like a I almost like imagine it's like an old Disney or 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 uh, music park ride where it's like you're in a theater and there you're in a seat and there's a screen stuff like that and you're going with like this trippy la- ride like you're in a wormhole or something like, like the that. The scene from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where they're on the boat, yeah, and he goes through the tunnel and it's very trippy yeah, and stuff like that. Like, like that. I imagine it's something like that because I'm watching, like holy shit, like this movie changed real quick. Um, and then some shit happens and the thing gets blown up and uh, you think for a second that uh, Anthony Hopkins' character transferred his mind over to Alex. Because what we find out earlier on was um, the one dude, the, the vice president, the second in command. see if I can find his name. God damn it. IMDB. Uh, Jonathan Banks is, is uh, the actor. Michelet. Michelet is, the, is the name of the character. He wants to... Uh, kill Anthony Hopkins' character. He wants, he, he wants, he wants the company, so yes. he like doesn't turn them in or something like that. And he comes in there and he's like, "It's a capitalist wet." Dream. It, it very much yeah. is like, and he's ready to gun down Alex. He's, he tells Vicendic, "Like that's that, kill it, cut him down." He they killed the boss and shit like that. I'm in charge now. And then Alex uh, Esfez like acts like uh, Anthony Hopkins' character, he's basically to pretend like you know. He is the really the transfer happened like you know yada yada yada, and he's like oh you know what Vincent's like what's the code where he's got like a pad and apparently there's a secret code that only uh, Anthony Hopkins character knows about he's like what's the code tell me the code to prove it and he just he stands and starts thinking and stuff like that and Emilio starts just spewing off like numbers and he enters in blah 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 and he's like yep that's the number and they turn on Michelette and they gun him down. Because he pulls out a gun like he's gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the entire time, like he he like tells his guard, his goons, like grab Julie, like get the car ready, we're getting out of here. And he goes down there and he gets in the car and he drives off with Julie and stuff like that. And then in the middle of the street, we have Vicendek and his convoy just blocking the street and everything. Like they go up to him, he's like, "I knew you weren't really him. You made a mistake. What what's the Anthony Hopkins can't drive? His character can't drive a car. You made yeah. it, yeah." And so. He looks at Julie and he's like, you need to coach him better. And that was when I was like, holy shit, you're just going to let him yeah. get away with it? Yeah. And she's like, well, how did you get the number right? He didn't. <laughs> he, <laughs> he did it. It was completely no, wrong. It, was, it was, wasn't even close. <laughs> wasn't even close. Yeah, it wasn't even close. It was just Mick Jagger turned good. At yeah. The, he turned face at the very last minute. Do you think... Okay, I think I know what you're going to say. Do you think that's really Alex Furlong or did the transfer go through okay. and he's acting? So... The book, and this is why a lot of people don't like the movie that much. The book is like a sci-fi classic. Yeah. People love it. And the way it ends in the book, it has like an inception ending. You don't know yeah. who it is. 
This one, they're kind of pushing you toward, oh, no, it's Alex. Yeah. He says the nibble on my ear thing, so it's kind of him. Yeah. But there's a part of me that I'm like, damn, I wish they would have left it ambiguous, like Inception yeah. did. Like I was you, wondering that at the end whenever he transferred. I was like, are, they're going to end it so that we don't fucking know. Did you like it? It it was an enjoyable story. Right? Right? It I'm was an glad. enjoyable story. Is I've what been it striking is. out with movies I've been giving you. and I get... It's not It's not a good movie. No, but it, but if no, you no, like, no. If you no. like bad sci-fi movies, it's an enjoyable story. I feel like, and this is another problem people have with it, the book was very sci-fi. This was very action. There was a lot yeah. of action. They, they made it was it, like 90 sci-fi. It was 90, yeah. That's what it is. Um, there's definitely elements of sci-fi, but you got to remember, this came out in the 90s at the height of like, Van Damme, Schwarzenegger, like yeah. those action movies that were making. So they wanted to make it more like those action movies. And there's a lot of gun battles and, and car chases, which yeah. are cool, which are cool, but it doesn't really fit the sci-fi, you know? Yeah, it doesn't. But it feels more like Escape from New York or something. A little like bit, a little That's bit. That's what it felt like, the future's yeah. tense. But it was, it was all right. It was bad. I, I enjoy it. I, I remember this from when I was a kid. Here's a fun it's fact. It's a good guilty pleasure movie is what it is. Um, in our hometown is the original Quaker Steak and Lube restaurant. And years ago, they had one of the vehicles used in Free Jack really? at the Lube. Yes. Really? Yeah, the, was it the one that was strapped to the, the top bl- of the car or the top of the building? Wasn't there like a car was like the bar that was next to Quaker City that had like a No, car? no, no. It was next. It wasn't that one. Okay, it wasn't okay. that one. Do you remember where Hot Rods was? Yeah. It was like outside Hot Rods. Okay. And I remember going there for like wing night with my dad as a kid and like always look. I was like, this is the coolest freaking car. The reason I ever watched this movie is because I told my dad I wanted to see it because of that car. It was the blue car. It was the blue car that Julie rode around in. She had that like bodyguard. Yeah. He drove her in. It was that car. And I don't know what happened to it now because Hot Rods sold, sold it now. Probably, probably sold. Yeah. But it was actually the car used in Really? The, That's they, You know how movies are. They use multiple cars. Yeah. But it was just a cool thing. And I like this movie. It's fun. It's not a good movie. Especially, oh, God, no. God, no. Especially it's since great. it's so dated. Like a lot of the CG and that tunnel thing, they do not hold up. Oh, God, no. But it's just fun. I like the story. I feel like the book would be incredible. I can see this movie being remade. In yeah. like in like yeah. a few years, in the age of we're remaking crazy movies, they're remaking Dune. I could see this being a movie yeah. where yeah. And, they and would remake the it maybe in like novel, five or ten years. Immortality, I think it's called. is the sci-fi. I forget who wrote it. But it's a really popular one. And it it could be redone because of the popularity oh, absolutely. of the book. And the, the movie didn't really do that well. I mean, people love the Rolling Stones. So people probably went to see it because of Mick Jagger. Uh, if it's this movie, I think you're talking about is Milan Kundera. That could be also like a Hindu philosophy book for all I know. Because <laughs> I just typed in immortality. Type immortality sci-fi. Oh. I, don't think that, I don't think that's it. I'm going to guess not. I, I could be wrong. It might even not be called immortality. It's called Immortal. You know what I'm just gonna do? I'm just gonna do type in Free Jack book was based off. Of okay, <laughs> that'll that'll come up. That'll come up. But anyway, I really enjoy that movie. It, it takes me back to my child. I've been giving you a lot of my childhood movies lately. Immortality Inc. is what it's called. Inc. Okay. Story by Stephen Pressfield Ronald. Is that based on Immortality Inc. by Robert Sheckley? Robert Sheckley. Yes. That's the name. Yes, that's it. That's it. Immortality Inc. is the name of the book okay. if you want to check that out. So. Immortality Inc. And it's like a, 
a shit all over capitalism book too. So <laughs> I, I can, I can, you think, can probably pick up on that. It's like something you'd enjoy. I think Scott, I, that means- I do. I like this movie. Okay. Hey, my Scott, turn. I want to hear you talk about Velocipaster. Okay. So unprepared. Oh, boy, I can't wait for this. Boy, I was unprepared oh, for man. this. I, I, was, <laughs> I went in blind. I, I watched this movie very high and I had a good laugh. Woo! I was high when I watched Woo! this. Let me tell you. So. Let me tell you. Now I had heard of this movie. But I did no research on it. I was I was aware. By the of, way, I forgot to, I forgot to put up the, the picture for Curse Cinema. This is what they look like. Look oh, yeah. at that! Look at that picture for Velocipaster. That looks epic as shit. I'm it gonna, does, right? I'm gonna now. Me, pay, hold on a second. Let me see if I can enlarge it for. Let me, I'm gonna for our it. viewers, I need you to pay attention to that. Whoop, 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 whoop. There it is. Look at this, right center. This is an epic fucking picture. Go to the YouTube. Check us out. Uh, about the hour and like 10 there are mark. ninjas there are ninjas the look at his face it looks very demonic and there's a big old velociraptor look at right how there. awesome that dinosaur it, looks this might be the best part of the movie whoever did the graphic design for this like fucking they, like they put more money into this poster than they did the entire they movie they absolutely did okay we got a red little red thing I, don't worry about that You, they can't okay. see it okay you, so you can uh, see. we can see it watch <laughs> this watch this it went away Good. very good very good so I was unprepared for how this movie was. So I, the reason why, before you start, but the reason why I picked this movie is because I usually you watch every fucking movie that exists. There are so many movies that you watch. So I like if movies. there's anybody that has a hard time finding movies to pick for you, it's me. So I have, a lot of times I've got to find new movies. And I remember the movie that you gave me a long time ago. Oh, here we go. He's holding grudges. I remember the movie. What was the name of that movie, Scott? I don't know which one you're talking about. You don't remember that little, that classic indie flick that you really, really loved giving me that our buddy Laura was in? Oh, Finding Purpose. Yeah, yeah. I remember that still movie. still salty about that movie. I remember that movie. Jeez, and that I was looking through you. Amazon Prime. Where did the movie touch you, Adam? Because... Uh, it touched me here. Okay. <laughs> Then they can't see it. It really was like, okay, it wasn't good, but uh, so I remember that movie and I was like, you know what? I got to find a movie for Scott. I can't find a movie. And then I saw this on Amazon Prime. It was featured because apparently it's very popular right now. Everybody's watching it. And it was about an hour long. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> this looks terrible, but for an hour, I can do this and see what's going on and give it to Scott. And I did. And yeah, talk about it. All right, Klaus. Now we're even. No, <laughs> now I owe you one. We were even when you stood up to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, this movie. Whew. Yeah, did you watch it with your wife? Did she watch? I it too? didn't. I watched it by myself. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. She might have made me quit the podcast. <laughs> Never see you again. <laughs> Bear in mind, I don't think it's a good movie either. I didn't like it anyway, but I had a good laugh. What? You know what? I, midway through the movie, I had a change of heart. Really? I thought to myself. Because there was a time back when I was in like high school and even just out of high school that I wanted to make movies. You were in a movie. You were I was in, in a couple movies. You were in an indie film. I had a friend. Um, you should have fr- friend of the show, Friend of the show, Ryan Dunn, shout out. He went to film school. Yeah. And he made multiple short films and I was in a few of them. Apparently he didn't go the way of Kevin Smith though, he did didn't, he? He didn't. He did. I mean, it's very hard to strike it rich. Very much business. is, yes. But I, he was a really talented writer and I really liked some of the stuff he did. And I always thought to myself, I, in the, during this movie, I'm like, what if, what if this was us? So I pictured the roles being played by like friends of ours. And I'm like, <laughs> if we would have done this movie in 2003, it would have looked the same way. We would have been so proud though. Like we would have been so proud. So I had a full change of heart. I'm like, you know what? Don't be a cynical asshole. Enjoy it for what it is. These are probably a couple of fucking guys. 
that just did this movie on their own. And look, they're on fucking Amazon now. Yeah. Like, credit to that. I never made a movie that made it to Amazon. Did you? No, but no. I, don't, I, don't, I also don't think it's that hard, too. I imagine it's not that difficult. Well, they did it, and we didn't. So <laughs> and it looks you. terrible, so it must not be that difficult. So I was assuming it was going to be like Sharknado. Sharknado 1. Yeah. There's been a lot of Sharknado movies, and they became self-aware they did. toward the end, and I don't really like them. But the first Sharknado was almost trying to be sincere. It was kind of be like one of those made-for-TV sci-fi movies yeah. that are just like outlandish, but still like a low-budget sci-fi yeah. movie. And the fact that people loved it so much for how silly it was, so they capitalized on that. They're like, we'll make it crazy Yeah, they were smart about it. We'll make it super silly. So I thought this was going to be like legit B-movie. Like something happens. But no. But no. It's like, okay, perfect example is Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Yes. Evil Dead is meant to be like a A legitimate horror horror movie, cabin movie. And then Evil Dead 2 is made just out there it was still like a horror movie but they were like yeah but like it they like the silly so let's be a little silly about it let's ramp up the silly let's let's cut these you know uh uh fuck what was it called deadites let's cut their deadites head off but like let's have them goofy and shit like that and crack jokes yes i thought this was going to be like the former where it's like oh we're trying to do a low budget horror movie action movie whatever whatever the genre happens to be be self-aware but no they were right off the bat. They're like, we're going to be crazy. And the beginning of the movie, I'm like, <laughs> the beginning of the movie, dude, I'm watching it, right? And I see the pre, the two priests are talking to each other. And I'm looking at their costumes. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, those are the, like, I, I went to Catholic school. So did you. Like, I've they seen. They don't look like priests. They don't look like priests at all. Like, you can go to. Like, it's like, like a black shirt. Or go something. to Spirit Halloween and you can spend $30 and you can have a better costume than You that. would look like a priest. And I'm like, the collar's not even white. It is cream. <laughs> it is dirty cream. And it is baggy. And it's like, <laughs> I, this is the first thing I see. I'm like. Those costumes are awful. It's like they took a hoodie and stuff like that and just put it on or something. Yeah. Like a jack. Like, like a... why are the costumes so bad? They're not even trying. And then, then after a little bit, I'm like, they made the costumes look that bad on purpose. I didn't know that at first. Then it was the scene with his parents. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Okay. He's a, he's a young priest at a parish. And he walks out after a performing mass. And he looks over and he sees his elderly mother and father. He waves, he waves to them, and they're, they're standing by their car, and they smile and wave back. And all of a sudden, there's an explosion. The car explodes, and they die. But the explosion is just a superimposed picture over them. What does it even say? It says, insert explosion here or something <laughs> insert like that. explosion here? They, they couldn't afford the budget <laughs> for a CGI car to explode. <laughs> It's like the thing that you would put for like the editor or something like that. Like, okay, like we filmed this and then this is the part where you start. It's like, it's like director's notes or something like that. I saw that. I'm like, oh, this is how this movie is going to be. And it just goes off the hinges. So like his parents died. He has like, he has like a test of faith. He goes, he, he goes, goes to, in the world. he goes to China, right? <laughs> he goes to China to find himself and find God. He's walking through the woods, by the way. Clearly not China. Clearly not China. And he's attacked by ninjas. (laughs) 
He's not attacked by ninjas. The ninjas are chasing somebody. Right. The ninjas are chasing somebody. A woman. Who... Did you see the ninjas? They weren't Chinese. <laughs> he had like two Chinese people in the movie. Yes. The leader was Chinese. The leader was a Chinese guy and the one girl who I don't even know why her role existed. I don't know why. She existed to pass along like yes. the, the item or whatever it oh, was. Oh, and then she came back as like she was the same character, the same actress yeah. who played a different character. Oh my god. It was all over the place. But the ninjas were white people. <laughs> they just didn't have enough Asians to play. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was weird. I'm like, you don't know that many Asian people? Like, you can't get... Uh, By the way, so, this is all in the first, like, 15 minutes of yeah, the movie. Yeah, like, I can't even get through this movie. So, this girl gets shot with an arrow, and she's dying, and she passes on this this thing to him. This, like, I don't remember what the item or is. or whatever it is. And it, it's, like, some kind of an idol, and it scratches him. It scratches him. So he goes back home, and um, it infects him. So now he turns into a dinosaur. <laughs> yes. So, yes, right. but like he turns the first time he turns into a dinosaur, he's saving his pseudo love interest, who is a hooker. Yes, she is a hooker, and she is walking through the park, and she is about to be mugged by a guy, <laughs> and this just happens to be taking place. Right where he is turning into a dinosaur for the first time. Yeah. His dinosaur transformation, Adam. <laughs> like, I'm going to this Halloween party. I'm probably going to see somebody in a better dinosaur costume <laughs> than this. It was so awful. You don't see the full costume until the end of the movie. You don't see. It's like the shark from Jaws. It's like, it's like they don't show it. To it's the like end a of the hand movie. puppet of like a claw and like maybe the jaws or something like that that somebody's clearly can, has. In, it's like um, one yeah. of those snapping things yeah. on a stick. It's so they, bad. Oh, so bad. It's so bad, but hilarious. So the guy gets killed. He ends up waking up in the bed. There was the great dialogue when he wakes up in the bed with the prostitute. He thinks that they like did something. He thinks they and like he had sex. He thinks that they had sex. And he's like freaking out because I'm a priest. And, I can't do and, this kind of stuff. And they're having a conversation. She's talking about him turning into a dinosaur and murdering. Yeah, someone. and saving your life. But he and thinks everything. she's talking about them having sex. And it's so funny. It's she's like. So this was your first time. He's like, yes, it was. He's like, well, I assumed it was. <laughs> But then it leads into like this romance angle oh, kind yeah. of thing and where like they hang out. He, like she she gives him the angle of like what you're doing is God's work, basically. Like yes. you turning into a dinosaur and eating bad people right. is what God wants you to do. So like then, you're being a good guy. And he's like, I don't want to do this. And then eventually has to change. Her. He's like, let's fucking do this because he meet in the confessional. Talk about the confessional. The confessional. So he go, he he doesn't want to do this anymore. He tries to go back to be a good priest. And the guy, what was the guy's name? I'll look oh it my up. god, the guys that the it was the girl's pimp. Yeah, he had a hilarious, so fucking bad. He had a hilarious name. It was the girl who he saved in the park, who he ends up becoming the love interest for. It was her pimp, and he comes in to do confessions. Frankie Mermaid. Frankie Mermaid. Frankie Mermaid. Okay, so Frankie Mermaid is the pimp. He comes in. And he starts. By the way, the girl that plays the main character is love interest, and the girl that was a Chinese girl. They're two different people, by the way. Do you say that was like the same person from later on? Like she plays like a different role. Were you talking about somebody else? No, I was talking about somebody else. Okay, but, never mind. Never mind. Okay, I thought you were talking right. about her. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, anyway, Frankie Mermaid. Frankie Mermaid. <laughs> He's in the confessional, and and then he ends up telling. 
He's like, I've been, I've done a lot of bad things. Of- it's been a while since I, you know, confessed. Oh, what have I done this week? Oh, I killed some people. I robbed some people. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. He, he starts confessing. And then it comes out that he's the guy who killed his parents. He's planted the bomb. I'm trying to remember why he planted the bomb. I don't remember. He was it laughing was about it though. He was, was laughing. It- he was having a good time laughing. Like, oh, those crazy old people. I killed the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, you killed my parents. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot it was right outside this church. He's like, so he turns into a dinosaur, reaches through the confessional, and kills him right there. Which it's never talked about again by the other priest. <laughs> no. That there was a dead body found in a destroyed confessional. Yeah. Never brought up again. Just... That's a thing that happens here. But that's the moment where he has a change of heart where he goes back to the the prostitute lady. He's like, let's fucking do this. And he decides that he's going to turn into a dinosaur nightly and kill bad people. Be a dinosaur pastor vigilante. (laughs) Have you ever thought those words would come out of your mouth in that order, Scott? (laughs) So then he he, he ends up loving it. And she's yeah. helping him, and this this is how they they end up hooking up. And yeah, they have a whole he's not going to leave the priesthood. Yeah, and you think you think this is where the movie's going? Yeah. Then ninjas come for him. <laughs> ninjas know it's the same ninjas from back in China. They know that he's got this thing, and they're coming here, and they're also drug dealing ninjas. Yeah, and they're like involved with be. organized crime. Like we got to hate him. Yeah. yeah, and it turns, and he he keeps having flashbacks of his family. And his family's like, like, oh, we love you. You're our only son. I love this part. I love this part. You're our only son. We love you. We love only you. a twist that only a soap opera so can then, bring. So then it turns out this whole time he knows martial arts. He knows karate, which he never talked about before. I know kung fu. The ninjas come to his... Oh, sorry. The ninjas come to his house. Or no, he's with the, the girl, the yeah. girl's house. And she knows karate too and they kick the shit out of the ninjas just like that like they just like appear in the windows and open the door and so they just like drop out of the ceiling or some shit like that and they beat them up and they're able to get a name out of them the the leader so they show up only to find out there's the leader who's like the old asian man and his right hand henchman who is who it is his long lost brother his long lost brother and you're like wait a minute his parents said he was the only child. And then they go a real quick flashback. And every scene that he's already had flashback with the family, they show that the brother is right there. <laughs> the whole time. And they're saying like, you're our only son. He's right there. He's like, oh, he's like about to cry. <laughs> so he's like, he hates his brother. And, he's yeah. like, and then there is just this ultimate epic ninja fight scene. Where at first he doesn't turn into the dinosaur. No, they just start whooping ass. They're just like, the girl and him are just like karate chopping and like having a super like amazing ninjutsu (laughs) kung fu battle. And she ends up getting killed. She gets killed. And that makes him mad. So he turns into a dinosaur. And then like. It's the worst costume oh my gosh this is finally seen. this is finally where you see the full-on dino attack it's so much worse than i thought it was gonna be it's worse than one of those blow-up t-rexes that you see like walking around town yeah. doing funny tiktoks yeah it's worse than that it's so fucking bad it's not even a raptor it's not, it's it's not, not a raptor. it's not even a velociraptor it's, no. it's like a tiny t-rex or something it was like, it was like a tiny t-rex yeah yeah uh, and then there's like the ultimate boss fight with the asian guy at the end and 
it's pretty he like much... almost wins and then he like transforms and like rips his arms off or some shit yeah. like that or kills him or whatever. Yeah, rips his arms off and Oh, and then the the girl's not really dead. Of course they bring her back at the yeah. end and Yeah. Just once I once I came to the realization, and I, I'm able to do this. You're a little bit, you're a little bit more I judgy. Been, I would have been mad if you gave it to me. This is that kind of movie. Okay, see, I'm not mad because I was able to like remove myself from this movie, and I was able to think, what if Adam and Dunch and Deloney and I were all in this movie, and we were making this movie back when we were kids, like. This would be sweet if we pulled this off. If this was like a school project and we presented this, I'd feel like I had the biggest dick in school. You want to make a movie this summer, Scott? We have the technology. We have the phones. We can make a movie this summer. The Four Year Distraction movie. I remember our, presented by Four Year Distraction. Our friend Brandon was working on a movie. Um, yeah, how's that been going? I haven't heard much about it, but we'll, uh, have, to, we'll have to ask him. I'm more of an actor than I am a like, screenwriter, so I feel like you have some ideas. You could you could write a good movie. Yeah, give it give it a try. Mix, take some notes. Give it a try. You you know, I feel like you could write a good porno. Oh, oh porno, yes. I feel like you could write a pretty. Oh yes, I have could... I have a lot of references <laughs> I can look. At. I would I would watch that one. Um, so yeah, Velocipaster, dude, check it out. Check it out. It's an hour long. It's 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 it was literally quick, it's an, an easy hour. Watch. It's, it's like an hour and ten minutes exactly. It's an easy watch. It was it fun. Is. It was fun. It was worth it. Let's pick next week's, or not next week's, because we're not meeting up next week. Let's pick next show's course next of cinema. Shows, which yes. who knows when it'll be, but you got some time because we're not meeting up next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott, yes, I'm picking for you. It's on. You have Paramount Plus still, right? I do. It's on Paramount Plus. Okay. I'm picking you a Nick Cage classic, Nicolas Cage, the movie Next. Next, never seen it. So yes, okay. picking you next on Paramount Plus. Okay. Um. I brought a movie for you to you watch. Brought, you brought I brought it? a disc. It was on streaming, but I couldn't find it, so I think it went away. It was on Didn't Netflix. do that for a lot. Those it was bastards. On Netflix, but it's okay, because I, it I own it on DVD. All right. So if, if you're out there and you want to watch along with us, you might be able to find this somewhere, because it was out. I'm sure you can rent it on Prime for like two bucks. Well, well, anyway, hold, hold the phone here. What do you got for me? What you, you sir, are watching Hamlet 2. Hamlet 2. Have you ever seen Hamlet 1? No. Okay. Have you ever seen The Lion King? Yes. Are you are you talking about this William Shakespeare's Hamlet? Oh, I've I've never seen it, but I know the story. Okay. This is a sequel. Okay. <laughs> you know, I've I've never actually watched this movie, but I know of this movie. Oh, you do know of this movie? I know of it, yes. Okay. Well, you're gonna watch it. All right. It's a sequel to Hamlet. And it makes me laugh. Hamlet two, right there. Hamlet right too. Right there. Look at the cool Hollywood video sticker in the corner. I see that. Yeah, that's a blast from the fucking past right yeah, there. Yeah, dude. That is. So to remind everybody, that's Hamlet 2. Given to me. I'm sure you could find it on Amazon Prime for like a buck or two, maybe three just to rent. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And next on Paramount Plus, Scott, how can the folks get a hold of Four Distraction? Oh, my goodness. There's a bunch of ways that you guys can get a hold of us. Uh, shoot us an email at fouryourdistraction at gmail. Dot com. You can also find us on our social media. Uh, we are on Facebook. When Facebook's not down, by the way. Yeah, when fa- yeah that happened recently. When Facebook's I, not I down, that. you can find us. 
uh, searching for For Your Distraction. You can like our page on there. I post all the links to a lot of upcoming movies that I think are, are relevant to us and a lot of links to our new shows. We're also on Twitter. Twitter's going strong. Twitter didn't go down. No. You can Separate company. That's separate why. company, yeah. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, search for For Distraction. Uh, follow us on there. Uh, you can tweet us at podcast. FYD, bunch of different ways, bunch of different ways you can uh, listen and or watch the show. Uh, whenever we do our shows live, whether it be Friday nights or Saturday nights, we come <laughs> Facebook live. Yeah, when it's up. Yes, Facebook, Facebook Live. <laughs> Facebook Live, so you can watch us. Those of you watching us right now, hello. If you go to uh, Facebook uh, for distraction, you uh, follow us on there. You'll get a notification yes. when we go up. So yes, you will. And uh, you can also watch the replays if you don't watch us live. If you have a life on Fridays and Saturday nights, but pff, yeah, how would you listen to our show? Then? Yeah, but, why? But uh, if you ha if you are busy, you can rewatch the replay. And Adam, you also put them on to uh, YouTube. Yes, the best way that you can find us on YouTube until we get popular is you have to search for the episode name is the best way. Mm -hmm. So you can search for the specific episode name. Maybe if you guys get your friends and you tell two friends and they tell two friends and they tell two friends and they subscribe to us and watch our videos, we can stop doing that. And you can just search for Forward Distraction. But, you know, the only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. Yes. Um, listening to our show. Oh, my goodness. We are on SoundCloud. Search for Forward Distraction. Subscribe to us <clears throat> in there. iTunes. Um, what are the Spotify, new updates? Spotify. Still Spotify? Still Spotify. I haven't checked Google Play, but mm, I don't really care much about Google Play. I don't okay. think anybody listens, uses Google Play a lot for podcasts. I think it's usually like iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And stuff okay. Like that. Well, we do those ones. Yes. Uh, Electron EMC? E Electronic Media Collective. We are still a member of that wonderful, wonderful podcasting network. Yes. Head on over to the electronicmediacollective.com. You'll find us there. Are we still on front page? Uh, yeah, we still got front page status. We're still front page front status. Front page status. Scott, when Adam, do you, when do you go to the MILF market next? MILF market. You know, uh, next time, you know, I have to Google it and you know, I have to do a little research because I, I saw it's on porno, but I got to see what it's it all about. It exists on porno. It literally, it's the top result on, on Google. Why am I not surprised? <laughs>